Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Monstrous Agonies. Episode 3. Bloodlust and the perfect bikini body. It's almost two o'clock on Thursday morning and time for our weekly advice segment. In association with O'Neros Bedwear, home of the patented Astral Mattress, start your 100 nights free trial today. Before we begin, I would like to take a moment to apologise for some of the language I used in last week's segment. When I referenced Bridezilla in the introduction to one of our letters, I spoke unthinkingly and caused distress and hurt to our listeners in the kaiju community. I sincerely apologise and take full responsibility for my careless perpetuation of this harmful stereotype. Thank you to everyone who got in touch to bring this to my attention. Kicking us off this evening, a listener asks how to take their relationship to the next level. I've been single for a very long time. I've always found it hard to meet potential partners. I'm very introverted, and even when I do talk to people, they usually find me a bit... strange. I never got invited to parties, and even if I did, I'd probably spend the whole time standing by the dips and not talking to anyone. A few years ago, I experienced a rather dramatic change in circumstances that all but put an end to my romantic aspirations. I was driving up to the Lake District for a weekend away when I pulled off the road to check the directions. No, sat-nav, unfortunately. I was pulled into the lay-by when I suffered what I later learnt 
was a massive aneurysm. I don't remember the details. Certainly I didn't feel anything. One moment I was looking at the A to Z, and the next... Well, there's no sugarcoating it. I died. Things were pretty weird immediately after. It's hard to describe. I can't even really picture it properly. Once things settled down, though, I discovered that my spirit, or essence, had become inextricably linked to the car itself. I've done some experiments. I can get myself about three feet away before getting pinged back into the front seat. It's not so bad. I've worked out how to play the radio, which is nice. And so many people in my situation find themselves stuck in the house, or even the room where they passed. At least I can see a bit of the world. The car itself has been sold quite a few times since I moved in. Not surprising, really. I do try not to make people uncomfortable, but I don't seem to have the knack. Some things never change, I suppose. Six months ago, the car was sold again to a young man who, I must admit, I've grown fond of. His name is Joshua, and he's lovely. He drives a lot for work, all over the country, and we listen to audiobooks together, or he sings along to the radio, or sometimes we just drive in silence for hours. The world feels so very far away then, like nothing's real beyond the car door. Like it's just us. Together. I'd like to reach out to him. I've been practicing with the stereo when he's not there. It's hard, but if I turn the volume all the way up and really concentrate, I can just about get through. But I don't know what to say. How do I even begin? Should I even begin? Is it a completely hopeless case? Please tell me if you think so. At least then I could try to move on. Oh, listener, this sounds like a very difficult situation. I recommend taking things slowly. It sounds from your letter that Joshua may not realise he's sharing his space with another person. I know you can't help your presence in the car, but... It might be quite a shock for him to discover he hasn't, in fact, been quite as alone on those long drives as he thought. It's also important he knows you're there for your own sake. The fact is, he owns the space you occupy, and is able to affect change on that space in a way that you can't. He has a great deal more power in this situation than you do. The only way to start redressing this imbalance is in open communication with one another. Make yourself known to him as gently as you can, and give him time to process his reaction. Hopefully, he'll want to get to know you. Try and set aside your romantic feelings for now. You have a lot to learn about one another. It sounds like you already have some things in common. Taste in audiobooks, for example and perhaps music? Those shared interests give you a nice first foothold in building a friendship together. Let him know you're there, 
and then work on building up a friendship based on mutual honesty and respect. If something romantic does, in time, develop between the two of you, your relationship will be all the better for planting its roots in true friendship. And if romance isn't on the cards after all, well, you've made a friend. The Night Pope Network. Don't touch that dial. Our second letter this evening asks what can be done when a relationship ends, but one party refuses to let go. My ex and I met at a house party three years ago and hit it off immediately. You might call it a whirlwind romance. I moved in just a week after we met and lived in him for the next 18 months. But once the honeymoon period was over, it became clear we simply weren't right for each other. It was nothing personal, we just needed different things. He wanted more independence while I felt, frankly, neglected. Perhaps, I think sometimes, if he had been willing to change, communicate more, or take some vitamin supplements. But, no. He simply wasn't an environment in which I could thrive. I moved on, found someone new, got on with my life. Honestly, I didn't really think much of it. Eighteen months isn't so very long, after all. Of course, if that were the end of the story, I wouldn't be writing to you. I don't need to tell you how small the liminal scene can be sometimes. Seems like everyone's someone's sire or podmate or in a throuple with someone else's ex from the 14th century. You know what it's like. It was only a matter of time before we bumped into each other. When we finally did cross paths about a month ago, I was quite happy to be civil. It was a long time ago, and as I said, I've moved on. But he started talking about when we were together, how he missed me, how he felt empty without me, how he'd never found anyone who filled the space I'd left. All this in front of my new partner. I was mortified. Since then, he started following my social media accounts and has left a number of comments on my post talking about how much he misses me and how good I was for him. At this point, I almost feel sorry for him. My partner says I should just block him and hope that's the end of it, but isn't there anything I can do to make it clear to him that I'm not interested? Unfortunately, listener, I don't think there is. His behaviour isn't based on anything to do with you, or what you've said or done. It's all about him. Look at his language when he talks about your relationship. It's all about how much he misses you, how good you were for him, how hard it is for him to move on. His behaviour also demonstrates a profoundly self-centred perspective. Embarrassing you in front of your new partner and on social media shows a blatant disregard for your comfort. Telling him to stop isn't likely to help because he's fundamentally not interested in what you want. Block him, delete him from your contacts, and let it be known to any mutual friends that you're not interested in running into him again. He might well be going through some personal issues, but that is not your responsibility. Concentrate on relationships that centre reciprocity and mutual benefit. This kind of emotional parasitism must not be tolerated. That's all for this week's advice segment. Stay tuned for the next instalment in our history series, as we ask what the development of Britain's canals meant for the night folk 
of the 18th century. Episode 3 of Monstrous Agonies was written and performed by H.R. Owen. If you're a person of the night, or otherwise identify as a member of the Creature community, we want to hear from you. Submit your own Monstrous Agonies online at monstrousagonies.co.uk, by email at submissions at monstrousagonies.co.uk, or find us on Tumblr at Monstrous Agonies. You can support the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, sharing the programme with your friends and familiars, or supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International Licence. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening, and remember, the real monsters are the friends we made on the way. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.